following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Here's what's on the calendar. February 25th, John Christ with two showtimes at 4 and 7 at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. February 27th, WWE Raw Monday Night Live at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 5th, Toby Mack, his deep two with Crowder at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th, the Winery Dogs at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And March 14th and 15th, Paul Patrol Live at DeVos Performance Hall. Kane Brown, March 16th at Van Andel Arena. March 18th, Cat Williams. Tickets on sale for all of these shows at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place, the West Michigan Home and Garden Show is March 2nd through the 5th in downtown GR in the Ultimate Sports Show. March 9th through the 11th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, The Huge One, Bill Simonson. And, uh, well, I'm sorry to disappoint, but if you're just tuning in, Bill not here. He'll be back Monday with the huge show after another fantastic weekend of sports. And him, uh, well, uh, a leisure, fun-filled time, I'm sure, uh, with Bill on vacation. So, uh, Brett Hayes, uh, otherwise known by my wife as Fly Guy, is here. He's helping us out. Myself, Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, uh, at Lions Wire on Twitter is here and uh here we go guys we got two hours left of this thing it's a beautiful friday we're gonna make the best of this absolutely now go out in a blaze of glory well i hope not that i've been down that road one too many times but anyway in fact off the air brett said i was telling him about something i was doing uh being an idiot and he goes don't you ever learn do you ever do you ever like and i'm like yeah you know no i just don't it's no fun you know i mean come on uh anyway uh next hour i have four tickets that i will uh deliver to you electronically text or email commissioner's seats for the grand rapids griffins in beautiful grand rapids michigan if you can go tonight I'll send them to you so and the way we're going to do this is by playing a game called stump the show sports trivia you will call in at 866-838-4843, 866-838-HUGE. And if you stump us, you get the tickets. No minutia. Uh, what kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a general trivia question. Is what we're, what right. we're looking for, you know? And we get to talk about it amongst ourselves. We present our answer. If we're wrong, you win. However, very sweet man by the name of uh, Wally in Swartz Creek. He says, guys, I don't want the tickets, but I want to try to stump you. So this will be, Brad, I'm thinking kind of like a warm-up, you know? Yeah. Good practice. Should be run. a good one. Okay. So let's bring in uh, the aforementioned Wally in Swartz Creek. Wally, welcome to the huge show. 
I'm doing it, uh, Eric. I'm well, Wally. Thanks for calling. I mean, I remember the first time you were on the huge show. He was doing like a meet and greet with you to, to introduce you to the audience. And oh, okay. You made a statement. You made a statement as. Like, I don't know why Bill wants me to do this show. I know nothing about sports. <laughs> and, and I thought to myself, well... You'll fit right in. Well, yeah, and and you know that's. Uh, well, I, I can't I can't support that statement though because if I like agree with you on the, if I agree with you on that I, I don't want to have to get the talking to so I I find that to be a very offensive comment that you just made about Bill, but that's okay. Well, okay, if it's about if it's about Bill, that's okay. But at least when I talk to somebody else besides Bill, I don't get hung up on. it. Oh boy, you one of those just well, you know, sometimes uh, all right, well anyway, Wally, uh what what is your question? Who was the last quarterback to quarterback the Detroit Lions in the game, in the championship game? Who was that quarterback? Okay, so we're gonna talk amongst uh talk amongst ourselves, Wally. Um I know that Brett probably already knows the answer, and he's just keeping it to himself. But, uh, Jeff, I'm, th- I'm thinking... Uh, hold, hold, hold on a second, Wally. We're, we're going to talk amongst ourselves here. Jeff, I'm thinking we're going back to um, the Washington Redskins against the Lions and the last time they were in the NFC Championship. That was, that was 1991, okay. after the 91 season. So that would narrow that down. Yeah, to, so so uh, if 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 that's the championship that he's referring to, if he's referring to the NFL championship, you got to go back to 1957. Well, he said NFC. Wally, you said NFC championship, correct? No, no, I did not. I said NFL, and if uh, you got to write something, Google it. So. Oh no, no, no. We, no. we we wouldn't do that. We're keeping it honest. So who quarterbacked the Lions in their last 1957 NFL championship? Yeah. Yeah, the game, the game. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of him in the. In fact, as, as you walk into the the media press box in Ford Field, I think you there, know there's this picture of him. Yeah, I, I think you know this yeah. answer, Jeff Riston. It's Bobby Lane. Well, no, no, it's Tobin wrote. It's Tobin wrote. Tobin wrote. He he quarterback the game, the NFL championship game. Bobby Lane got hurt. I, I believe uh, the Chicago Bears broke his leg during the season, toward the end of the season. Tolbert Rolt took over and, and was the quarterback for the game. Well, you see, now, if you were here, you could get those tickets. You could. That's a good... That's that's, that's good. a great poll there. We just assumed it was Bobby Lane. No, no, and, and a little caveat to that. Uh, Tolbert Rolt played for the Green Bay Packers the year before. Wait, his name is Tolbin Rote? Yeah. R-O-T-E is his last name. He actually, he's in, he's in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame as well. I don't think I've ever heard anybody know that about him. named Tobin before. That's ridiculous. But, but, but after times that, are different. After, after yeah. that game, him and Tobin Road and Mel Plum were always back. There it is. There was, I see. I'm looking at it right now. You are 100% right. You see, you would have won the tickets. Uh, well, I appreciate you, uh, Wally, for calling yes. in. Thank you for that. Well, you doing thanks the, for uh, talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Good luck doing the dishes there, Wally. It sounds like you got quite a racket going on. <laughs> I'm cleaning off the uh, trailer, out of the ice off the trailer off right. right here on the east side of the state. There you go. Okay, hey, Wally, thank you for calling in. Okay, buddy? You're, you're welcome. Right. Thanks. Okay, dude. All right. <laughs> that was, see, Brett? That was good. Gold. 
Gold, really. Big weekend in sports as, um, well, first of all, winners from last night, the Red Wings. Um, I mean, my gosh, this is this story, uh, Jeff Rizzin, is starting to um, really take hold in the great state of Michigan with a uh, four to one win over the uh, New York Rangers, who are uh, way up in the standings. And this game was not close. This game was was never really in doubt that it was and it, it keeps this is this is the this is the Red Wings as Darren McCarty told us yesterday, asserting themselves confidently as the season is getting going. And now they have, they've earned points in, I believe it's eight of their last 12 games, which is you know, a very positive thing. They're climbing up the standings. The Rangers are a good team. They're, I think they have like 78 points. The, the Red Wings are what up to 64, 66 now? Uh, Rangers at 75, okay. but don't trust me because I said the Pistons won. Well, that was my fault. Uh, and then 64 uh, points for the Wings. Right. They are in fourth in the Atlantic, and they uh, currently hold the wild card spot uh, in the conference. And they're playing great. They are playing fantastic. Goals from Kopp, Zadina, Rasmussen, and Hronik on the power play late. And great goalie play. Uh, with uh, Huso. Do you say Huso or Huso? I've heard it both I ways. say Huso because I know somebody whose last name is Michael Russo, and that, that just makes more sense to me. Wait a minute. Did you just say you say Huso? Huso. But because someone is Russo? Yeah. Well, then wouldn't it be Huso? Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? I, <laughs> I don't know why it's... A, I just do that, though. But I do... You're, I Yeah. Well, what is it, then? I don't know what it is, no, honestly. Yeah, but what would you call him? Hugh or who? I would call him Huso. Well, then you can't compare Russo to it. Yes. You got you'd have to call that guy uh, Riuso. Riuso, and that's yeah. just that doesn't ridiculous. Sense, that doesn't. Wow, that was a horrible comment. That made sense in my head too. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wait, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, that's awesome. And then the Wings they uh, they take on Tampa on uh, Saturday, I believe. Beat the bolts, baby, and they uh, they're they're also high up in the stand. That's tomorrow at eight p.m. in Detroit, uh, Tampa, with seventy six points on the season. Another another tough uh, game, and then things lighten up with two. I think that's a home and home against the Senators. So my, you, you know, you got to win those games. Got to win both those games. If they can win the bolt, beat the bolts, and then take care of business against Ottawa by next week, we're looking at them knocking on the door. Uh, they can get up into that seven seed six, range. Six, seven seed That'd range. Be great. Knocking on the door of that. Of course, it depends on what these other teams do. But I'm stoked because this is the first time in forever that we've had meaningful hockey at this point in the year. And I was excited listening to Darren. I'm like, this is this is the guy who created this type of intensity. Absolutely. Talking about it. They are, they are bringing it. And, and I love the fact that they're surging at the right time. They're, getting, they're playing better hockey as the season goes along. That's exactly what you want from a young team. So that's awesome. And then you got Michigan. Must win uh, it in New Jersey and uh, beating Rutgers in what was, a, like I said, a game that had to be won. And now they have to win out in order to have even a chance at making the big dance. Do we? Does a Michigan fan really want to go? I mean, I mean, yeah, probably, but... Um, it's always better to go than to not go. You know, it is. And it to me, I always hate that argument. Well, we were only won 19 games. We don't deserve it. Well, it's what have you done at the end of the season? If they get hot and rattle off three, four wins, 
I mean, who cares? It, 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 it's You're starting fresh when the tournament starts. Just go out there and win the game. You always want to play as much as possible, too, because it gives guys that are coming back next year and stepping up into bigger roles more experience. It's more chance to practice with your team. It's more chance to, like, even if you're going to the CBI, which, or, or the NIT, I don't, I don't even know if they play the CBI. What anymore. is CBI? The I mean, College I, Basketball Invitational. It's for the people that weren't good enough to get into the NIT. They have that? Because they, they, the NIT is kind of like a bunch of dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the CBI, I only know that because my alma mater, Ohio University, won it like five or six years ago. Well, yeah, it's a bunch of loser teams, <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, we, we weren't good, um, but but we got in there and won. So, uh, But this was a big win because Rutgers, I believe, was was 13-3 and three at home. They don't lose at home often, and, and the fact that Michigan took care of business was, uh, and did it the way they did with defense. Now, the Rutgers, they're known for their defense. Last night, Michigan, they clamped it down. Uh, like, like I told you earlier in the show, I tuned in and it was 11 to 2. And I thought, oh boy, here this we go. This is it. Yeah, and, they're, uh, they're going to stink up the joint. And they, they clawed back into it. And before I fell asleep on the couch, I, I saw them uh, get back into it. And, and I, I think they were down by 2 when I, when I dozed off. I can't even remember. And uh, wake up and to find out they, they shut down Rutgers the rest of the game. That's, that's impressive. That's good. Sunday. Uh, another matchup you have to win they have to win all of them they uh are taking on uh wisconsin at home 2 p.m game uh similar type of records for these teams uh they 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 both have to win so yeah, wisconsin is 16 and 11 michigan is 16 and 12 so uh we talked about the pistons already uh we broke down their uh loss there was never there was no false information talking None. about that nothing wrong was given pistons are horrible sorry about that that's a fair assessment uh, Michigan State, this is key, you know, and to me, this is the story that everybody's talking about in the great state of Michigan when it comes to basketball. The Michigan State Spartans, after that impressive win against Indiana, uh, they now tomorrow have a tough test at Iowa. That game starts at noon, and uh, that's another team they have to win. Uh, Iowa, I, I mean, I think that they might be able to get away with losing one of those games, possibly. Yeah, so I think the last I saw, they were in line after the Michigan loss for an eight seed uh, in one of the bracketology things, and I can't keep track of which one's which, whether it's Joe Lunardi or whoever. Uh, but you want to be on the upper upper line of that seeding. You don't want to be the nine or the ten. You need to go into this with some wins too, some confidence. They they haven't played great offense lately, and I think you know that that's one of the reasons why they lost to Michigan the other day. Look, that was an emotional roller coaster of a game uh, last Saturday, and I, I, I'm not going to get on them for losing that one. But th- you got to get your offense back on track. They seem to be a little, uh, a little too reliant on on guys creating things on their own instead of working as a system for what a Tom Izzo team normally does. Well, I really like the um, comment that Izzo said to the boys before the game, and I forgot who said it to him. But the easiest way to give 15,000 people a hug at a, at a difficult time like this is go out and play well. And uh, they did that. They did. That was a great game, aside, aside from all that was going on right. around it. It was a great basketball game to watch. So now they got to box that up, do it again tomorrow at noon. And then if they get past that, Tuesday and then next Saturday, uh, Tuesday's at Nebraska, should be able to do that. Yeah, Nebraska, uh, that Nebraska ball's terrible. Yeah, and then at home against Ohio State, Ohio State's terrible too. Yep. So I mean, and that would give Michigan twenty wins on the year, or Michigan State twenty wins on the year. So 
And that that's going to get you onto that seven or eight line. What you got? Uh, Oops, sorry. If they win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament, they could get even higher than that. Brad, what you got going on in uh, Brett World over there? Uh, Dave from Saginaw has a Lions question for for Jeff. All right. Hey, Dave. How are you? Welcome. Eric, uh, how you doing? You used to be at Z ninety three years ago, weren't you? I sure, I sure was, wow. Dave. Did, did you happen to listen back then? I was driving to work, listening to you and Joel and the poor boy and all that. <laughs> oh, you were the drunk one. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving to work. <laughs> oh, let's hope not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I kid. That's my thing. Well, that's that's uh, great that we can reconnect. Did you ever like call the show back in the day and uh, you know uh, talk to us? Uh. No, because back way back then, it wasn't phones really. Oh, that's right. I completely didn't even think about that. You know, I mean, but whatever. Well, anyway, Dave, what do you got for Jeff? Hey, uh, Jeff, uh, I I get my age away. We're talking about frustration all the Lions stuff. I'm 63, so. But uh, the Lions came up here to Saginaw Valley back in the mid-'90s when Bobby Ross was coaching. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, my father, it was 97, it was like – a year later, he passed away, but he got to see him up here. But that was uh, very great to see how that went down. But what I'm getting at is uh, that show, Hard Knocks, that was just an excellent show to watch the, what goes inside of a training camp, inside the room, not just on the field. You know what I mean? Stuff that you don't see when you see it at Saginaw uh, My question to you is, you be in the media, is there anything to the Lions uh, – Hey, did you have a seizure? You all right? Well, listen to the phone. Fans fired up watching that stuff. Uh, sorry, it, it, yeah, it, you, uh, your it, phone uh, cut out yeah, there. Cut out there. So, like in a nutshell, what were you? What were you uh, inquiring about there, Jeff? Uh, the Lions they consider ever doing something where they do a show, something like Hard Knocks themselves, that they would stream it or something. Yeah, know, so uh, they they do do something. Like, it's called Inside the Den. Uh, it's hosted by um, what's her name, Danny Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lomas Brown also yeah, participates in it show. sometimes. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's their closest thing to it uh, for insider information. Uh, they they'll have Tim Twentyman on there a lot as the draft process goes on. Uh, I know they have some things planned where they they will take you behind the scenes. It's not as in depth as what Hard Knocks is, but it it is a, a little peek behind the veil. Uh, I was just wondering about that because that was such a well produced show and it just gets you inside. The I know it rooms and all that. It was just excellent, man. It's too yeah. bad they couldn't do it every year, man. It's Lions. it's great and and the fun thing about it was you know I I I was on that or with the Cleveland Browns when they were on it as well. And oh, just, wow! Um, yeah, uh, the twenty the twenty eighteen season, the year after Hugh Jackson went winless, uh, that was a lot of fun. And you you see the warts that are exposed, and I think the the way that they find storylines and the way that they craft things, it's very slickly produced. There, there's a ton of people that are behind the scenes on that show. Uh, I, I've interviewed the producer for it before uh, on, on our Detroit Lions podcast. Great, great talk. Yeah, you know, about the insight. Would yeah, be it, it's phenomenal. Really, yeah, it, they they do a wonderful job. Uh, they they did their in season one this year with the Cardinals. If you want to watch a team give up on its coach, that's a good one to watch. Wow. Yeah, I didn't have an interest in it because they stunk, but that's an interesting uh, element to it. Yeah, and they, they, you find out stories about, you know, behind the scenes guys. They did a, they did a featurette on, on Khalif Raymond, one of the most fascinating guys on the team. 
Um, Jamal Williams, obviously a star, but you also get to learn your coaches. You know, you saw the interplay between Deuce Staley and, and Aaron Glenn. Oh, I love you would never Staley. know that if that wasn't on. Yeah, there. that and, that, and, that given uh, that back and forth that they. Yeah, the the, the friendly trash talk and rivalry. But, yeah, but they were. That was legit. Like they were into that too. Like that. Right that, that's on, right. that was forces. great. You wouldn't pick up on that if the, if they didn't have that because that's not something that the Lions are probably going to show off too much. Wally, I'm sorry, Jeff. You still there? Uh, Dave. Yeah. Dave. Uh, what Why did I call him Jeff? Did I wait? Hold on a second. I called him Wally and Jeff and Frank. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm so it's sorry, Dave, about Dave that. from Saginaw. Oh, for God's sake! I apologize, Dave. Um. Anyway. All right. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, right, man. He's very happy, Thanks. isn't he? He's a happy fellow. He sounded like he was grinning the whole time he was talking, didn't he? You know, I wish they would still do what they used to do when they would take the training camp on the road, even just for a weekend. Go go up to Saginaw. Come out here to the west side of the state. Go to Lubber Stadium at Grand Valley and, and do a couple of training camp practices there. The last time they did it, they went to Novi High School in the 2016, 2015 uh, for a couple of night practices, I went out to those, and uh, the, I think that's the last time what they've done anything outside of Allen Park. It's been suggested to them by many people that they do this to get out and you know spread the the, the Cleveland Browns. Do they do a practice every year concurrent with the Cincinnati Bengals? They do it in Ohio Stadium, uh, where the Buckeyes play. It, it's the the Colts used to go all over Central Indiana. Yeah. Now, now they have their place that they do it, and I get why they don't do it because they've spent crap tons of money building up everything in Allen Park. But for the fans out here, like that can't get over there during the week, I, I would love to see that. You know, go up, go up north for a day. Go, I know it, but I go down to Toledo for a day. I look at it from the standpoint of being a Lions fan. To me, if I was, first of all, if I was a player, I'd hate to travel to oh, go the play, do that. The players absolutely hate so, it. No question about as it. As a Lions fan, I don't want them doing anything that can upset the mojo. So, no. No, 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 no. You stay there. Don't listen to Jeff, who wants to go on the Magical Mystery Tour and, and do this training camp in Tawas. No. I just don't want to drive the three hours back and forth every day. Jeff wants practice on Monday uh, in Bay City, Monday night, because they're going to do two-a-days in Ishpeming, <laughs> and then uh, the next day you got to be in cold water. That's what Jeff wants. <laughs> Get the world tour. Uh, all right. Well, very good. Thank you to Dave, Jeff, Steve, Paul, whatever the guy's name was we called. He was great. Uh, in the uh, next segment, I want to talk a little bit more because we haven't spent a second of time on the um, Love Fest that is brewing between Calvin Johnson and your Detroit Lions. You have been uh, following this story. You know all about this. You've probably spoken to the, the, the principal players behind it at some point in time. I want to know what you think about this. Sure. Uh, Jeff Risen coming up in the very next segment. Uh, Brett Fly Guy is here. Jeff Risen is here. Myself, Eric Zane. This is the, the huge show across Michigan. <laughs> From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m. live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. 
back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at the Voss Performance Hall. For tour info, check out thewinerydogs.com. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness. So be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Just uh, not that far off. Uh, in about an hour or so, we'll be playing Stump the Show Trivia. If you can attend the Grand Rapids-Griffins hockey game tonight at Van Andel Arena in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan, and you can stump us, we will electronically send you either text or email a four-pack of Commissioner Seats tickets. That is lower bowl, center ice. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely fantastic for tonight's game with the Grand Rapids-Griffins. I'm Eric Zane. Uh, Brett is here. And the one and only Jeff Risden, as with this is our last uh, last hour or so together before. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself with all this extra time. Well, you seem like you're going to the Griffins game tonight. Well, so. I mean, like as the weeks progress, oh, I mean, yeah. there's going to be a void. You know, we'll, we'll find ways to fill those right. holes in your life. Uh, Bill will be back Monday after getting recharged with energy. He'll be shot out of a cannon Monday. <laughs> Can you imagine the energy on that guy? That's going to be a fun when he, show. When he gets yeah. in here Monday, holy cow. I'm not even going to have guests on. Look, I got, I got, I call this man Mount St. Simonson. And if you people uh, get him riled up, he's going to blow. And that's a good thing. So it makes go for, for it. Spectacular radio. I, I, I work very hard at trying to get him riled up from time to time. And occasionally he has to throw a fastball at my head. It's happened many times. <laughs> I can see that. I'm trying to. Brett, let me ask you this. Yeah. In this mm-hmm. week, do you think there's anything worthy of a, hey, uh, we got to talk about, hey, uh, we got to talk about what, uh, what the heck happened there? Oh, definitely. You do. <laughs> you do. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. 
Well, anyway, uh, that'll be in about an hour. But something I wanted to touch on was um, this story. Uh, you know, it, oh, the, the Lions, if you look back at the history, you have two of the greatest players in the history of the game, one a running back, Barry Sanders, one a receiver, Calvin Johnson. Both left, and it was ugly when they left. Yes. Both of those moments, and that's horrible. Lots of acrimony. Uh, it was a little bit worse on the Kelvin side because he, the Lions didn't handle it very well. They asked for some of his money back. $1.6 million Yes. Because he left before the contract was fulfilled, yes? He left, he left three years before the contract was fulfilled. I had no idea that that was a thing, where if you retire, you retire. It's... Most teams let that go. Right. Uh, And the Lions probably should have as well. But they did pay him, um, and we talked about this on the Detroit Lions podcast at length on Wednesday night. They paid him so far above market value on his last contract. He was the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Seven years after he retired, nobody had reached that contract yet. DeAndre Hopkins finally got there in 2022. So, So, or 2021. It took they they guessed at his market value and overshot it by some fifty million dollars. So he was okay. So that was a mistake. That was, that by, was their, by that, them. That or? was a mistake. Uh, yes, they could have. They could have. He signed for. I forget the exact amount. He could have signed for forty million less, and it still would have been the most money that a wide receiver at that time had ever gotten. They're just like, we're going to give you all this money. And that's one of the reasons why the team was very thin on talent, was because they were paying all that money to Calvin Johnson and Adama Sue and Matthew Stafford. The one season, the season before he retired, it was over. They were paying those three players over 45% of their salary obligations that year. You cannot win that way. So they, they screwed up on that. So them asking for money back in return was, like, I understood why they did that. And this, this was the prior ownership. This was not Sheila Ford Hamp. Sheila Hamp, she doesn't like the Ford interview. She dropped anymore. the Ford. She dropped, she yes. She said, yeah, she's into the General Motors now. <laughs> that, would, that would be something else, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, so uh, th- this was this was Martha Ford, uh, her mother. And... I understood the the reason why they did that because they needed the cap room. Like when he retired, they were still paying him prorated bonuses for the the guaranteed money that was right. on his contract. They wanted that money back to help them sign players. He didn't like that. It's one point six million. That's not a. It's not. A, I don't want to say it's an insignificant amount of money because it would change our lives forever if we got Correct. anything close to that. I think if it was $100, he would have been upset. Yes, exactly. And the tone with and the veracity with which he went after the Lions for asking for this money back was very off-putting for a lot of people, myself included. Uh, so you're Team Lions on this. I, I am. Well, th- I was initially on his side, and the longer that he has made this a thing and the longer that he has ignored their overtures, so very realistic. They offered, so he was inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Lions held a ceremony for him at the halftime of one of the games last year, and they made an offer to him that said, hey, we'll, we'll forgive half this money or, or give it back if you make this as, as a scheduled appearance. And he didn't want anything to do with that. 
Uh, They have offered him several different ways, very fan-friendly ways, by the way, to work this out. And he has been very obstinate in refusing to do anything. Maybe he's got parking spot number two in the garage. He might. He's Uh, he's that level of petty. See, he has not handled it as well as most Lions fans would hope. And I I noticed when I wrote the piece this week, the sea change has definitely gone against Calvin on this. All right, now before we get to the latest as to what's happening, Brad, you have another person whose name I'm going to forget, right? Yeah, Rich in Petoskey has another question for Jeff. All right. Hi, Rich. Welcome. Hi, how are you guys today? Excellent. What do you got for us? Okay, I would like to know what the status is on replacing Todd Walsh. That's a great question. We don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, We will hopefully find that out next week. He left for Carolina. There has been no contact between on or off the record between Lions coaches and the media. They are in a hole right now. It's weird that he went lateral. Now, now. I, yeah. Now, now I, under, I understand the assistant defensive line coach is some guy who's actually got a pretty good, uh, a lot of recommendations like from the CEO of the Raiders and a few other things like that. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Cameron Lewis. He's a guy that's eminently promotable. He does have defensive line coaching experience at the college level. Um, He's been the assistant for the last two years here. Uh, He's a younger guy. I think he's the 33, 34 years old, but he's, he's an up and comer. He makes the most sense to be the next defensive line coach, but they have not made any, anything public or private about what they're, where they're looking. You know, they've spent a lot of premium draft picks on the defensive line. It looks like they're going to spend another one on that. So it's actually looking, you know, pretty attractive, correct? Yeah, it, absolutely. As you get a chance to work with Aiden Hutchinson and, and Josh Pascal, James Houston, uh, you know, Isaiah Bugs looks like he's coming back, hopefully. Um, Ali McNeil is a rising star. Yeah, it's 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 an appealing job. And yeah, oh, yeah. And somebody's, like you said, they may spend one a first round pick on another defensive lineman, correct? Uh, they could. If it's the right guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. Rich, okay, we thank, thank you, buddy. You yeah. Rich Bye. and Petoskey. That's Rich, Brett. Yeah. One thing. So there, there, Good job. There were a lot of people that were speculating that Michael Brockers might want to get into coaching yeah. right away after he's released. Not going to happen. Okay. Well, we have about a minute and a half. So um, what's the latest? Uh, this is thawed now. Suddenly, Calvin Johnson, the Lions, this is thawed. They're, yep. it's, it's coming around. He is definitely trying to get back into the good graces. Uh, the, the team has, again, reached out to him. Uh, he talked about it on the Jim Rome show. Great appearance, by the way. Uh, if you're into that, look it up. But he's he's very interested in becoming back to the Lions and, and making total peace with it. And it's, it's a very positive news. thing. <laughs> well done, Brad. Aiden Lynch checking in. By the way, Hamilton did not have school again today. Their I power know, was out. Power was out. <laughs> they got basketball tonight there. They, Coopersville, massive big game. game against, massive game in the OK Blue. I will be at the OK Green showdown between Zealand East and Wyoming, which means nothing for the standings, but it's very important for my my kids. And it's senior night. It's last night at home game for uh, five kids that I that I know and love very well. I used to coach them yeah. when they were in elementary school. Not a dry eye in the house, moms and dads. It's going to be a rough one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of cool about uh, about Johnson. It does seem like he was being kind of a little petulant on the deal. That's a great word. Petulant is a great word for it. Yeah, I like that. I like that you acknowledge the words I use. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, All right. Very good. Well, um, that's it. So there you go. Calvin Johnson. Hopefully this will be a good become uh, become kind of like an ambassador for the team. So. That would Excellent. be wonderful. And and Barry has come back into the fold like that as well. Yeah. Uh, and Herman Moore, you know, 
obviously a f- fantastic ambassador, former wide receiver, whose career ended way too soon as well. That seems to be an endemic problem with, yeah, with Lions it's, stars. It's just good. I think that this all kind of contributes to the whole vibe. Everything positive is happening in Lions country right now. It's a so great we, time to be yeah, a Lions fan. It sure fan. is. So, and I mean, I've never seen so many uh, fans fired up over a team that – uh, didn't even make playoffs. It was one in six <laughs> at one point. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's fantastic. Tough to remember those days. Hey, they were there. That all lends to the whole theory that if they do win the Super Bowl, the state's going to blow up. I mean, it's going to be like ridiculous. There will not be a couch left in the state. No. It'll be a great time to own a furniture store. I'm just going to burn my furniture. I'm just going to burn the house down. That's it. We'll just celebrate. All right, that's a stupid thing to say. Uh, we uh, we're coming up just uh, with another segment in just a bit. I don't know what the hell's going on here. I'm losing my mind. Brett is here. Jeff Risden, myself, Eric Zane. This is the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. WWE Monday Night Raw returns to Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years, February twenty seventh. This is Seth freaking Rollins time, baby. See United States champion Seth freaking Rollins, Matt Riddle, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, VOC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable, and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
right. Welcome back. It's a huge show across Michigan. Uh, Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, Brad Hayes. Brett Hayes, the master DJ, playing my music coming in. What's this one? This is Avatar. This is their new song. No. No? No. It sounds like Dance Double Dance. This is uh, 10,000 Fists by Disturbed. Wow. It sounds a lot like Avatar. That's my mistake. You stumped me. I'm already stumped. I have so many questions. First of all, I I can't believe Jeff didn't get it. I know. Did you say this song is called 10,000 Fists? Yes. Yeah, it's a remake of a Genesis song. It is. You'll be frightened yes. by ten thousand fists in the air. Genesis had a Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Genesis has a song called Ten Thousand Fists. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. Wow. I don't know about uh, they did Land of Confusion on this. Oh my as God. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong too. <laughs> We're stumping <laughs> one another here. What's going on here? This is this is not looking good for our stump oh, the no. show <laughs> segment later. We might never give these tickets away, or we might give them away to the first caller. We'll see. Uh, the. Um, Met a longtime metal legend, Rob Halford. Yes. He was in a band called Fist. Did you know that? I thought it was Fight. <laughs> oh, that's something else. <laughs> Their guitarist is now Satchel from... Uh, Satchel? Satchel from Steel lot, Panther. There's a lot going on here. There, there's a lot of weirdness going on. It's Friday afternoon, folks. We're a little loopy today. <laughs> I could have sworn... <laughs> Boy, I could have. That is, that's weird. Rob Halford has the nicest skull tattoo of anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Is it? It's just, it's just very like nicely done. Butterfly, or it, it wraps around the back of his head. It's, it looks almost like a, um, like a bullhorn with the evolves into a crown of thorns. Uh, there's a Judas Priest album that I love called um, Electric Steel. Yes, or British, British Steel. Steel. Oh British God. <laughs> We can't get so it right. The, the lead single Electric, on that, or Electric Eye, is Electric, the song on that. Electric song. Eye, yes. and it's called British. He's got the one where he's holding the razor blade, right? It's a yes. I yes. love that album. I believe Living After Midnight is on that. Yes, yes. There's another song called You Don't Have to Be Old to Be Wise. Great song. A little, little wordy on the title. That's all right. Uh, you, you don't have to be old to be wise. Uh, Brett, you're probably thinking that what of this is even true after <laughs> all that that cavalcade of mistakes. We have just stumped one another very often here. Here we are. We're here. talking about songs called 10,000 Fists, a band called Fist Fight, a lot of fists. <laughs> Well, Piss all over the place. While we're at it, we might as well say that the Pistons won last Pistons night. Pistons won. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm calling callers by the wrong name. Oh, my god! We're a train wreck this afternoon, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, let me ask you this, Jeff. Um, weekend plans with Jeff Risden. It's a new segment that we just started on this show, which is only going to be around for another hour. Then it's off the air forever. So I am hopeful that I will have... So tonight I will be at my son's basketball game, Zealand East. Go Chicks. Um, beat Wyoming. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow, my wife and daughter will be in Indianapolis while my daughter plays volleyball. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's, this it's is nonstop. horrible. Yeah. This is why you never let your kids play sports. Yeah, I will be down there next weekend with her in Louisville um, <laughs> she, as I'm as after I spend the, t- the weekend Louisville. in Indianapolis. Yeah, she plays in Louisville. Wait a minute. Um, so she's tournament. in Indianapolis. This child is 14? She's 14. She goes to Indianapolis for yeah. a game and yes. then she or a match and then she has to go to Louisville for yes. a match. Last weekend we were in Detroit and her team won. Good job, far out, 14 black. So all these three weekends, that's like thousands of yeah. dollars. So, so this weekend, I am at home, 
And I will actually. I'm thinking about going to this beer fest thing. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, um, the at LMCU ballpark. Yeah, so uh, we that that might be in my future. And then I will be working and preparing for the combine. Uh, being very boring uh, this weekend while I tend to my son. Man, and, we uh, were we were kids. Trying to was... try to keep him fed. <laughs> it's not easy. I, I I played on the local soccer team, and it's like you know, right at the school, and you get like orange slices, and and that's it. You know, orange slices and water, and then the parents are all hammered, and it's it's horrible. And now you're traveling across the country. We're, we are everywhere. Last year we had one weekend between the end of April and the end of August where we were all four at home. Oh my gosh! I thought it was bad travel hockey with my son. It it it's nonstop. We love it. Like it's it's our life. We're committed to it. It's great. No, but we're, we're, it, you're just tricking yourself. Well, that could very well be, and there will be a void when it all ends, and that's going to be a very scary time. <laughs> I this teach your kids to be in like uh, play chess or video games or something like that. That's what you. I tell you to what, do. that esports programs that. That's, that's oh yeah, you have to go anywhere. You just give the kid a PlayStation and say, hey, "You're doing great. I'm the, your biggest cheerleader." They have a team at Davenport University here in Grand Rapids, and we saw their facility well, where they go. do it. It's amazing. It's so much better the, the than giant TVs. The, the, the <laughs> I mean, if you if you're athletically in, uninclined, it's a great way to go. I'm all about it. All right, in the next segment, start of next hour, I have to tell you about another unfortunate thing that happened to me right after the incident in the parking garage, and it happened with an absolute legend. I'll tell you that story coming up in just a bit. Brett, Jeff, Eric, huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.